Welcome to episode 19 of the Chill In Your Boot podcast and a massive guest today. Played 87 games for the Richmond Tigers and is the current Richmond Tigers VFL captain, Steve Morris. Yeah, fellas, how are you? Yeah, we're very well. Um, so we'll get into it. Um, tell us about your early football life, I suppose, and did you always aspire to play AFL? Yeah, I did. I um, It was interesting, my early footy life, because um, most kids that are growing up playing footy support one team, but my old boy, uh, my old man, played for Richmond and Collingwood. But yeah. then, as I was growing up, he actually was an assistant coach. At, um, he was a Essendon when I was really young and then went to Richmond and then across to St Kilda and then across to Essendon so I sort of hopped from one to yeah. another back to the other just to support the team that he was coaching at the time so um, yeah I, it was a little bit different to most most young fellas that are uh, obsessed with footy I was still footy obsessed but um, I, uh, I didn't specifically follow one team I sort of hopped around a little bit yeah definitely yeah, and you mentioned your father, Kevin. He played 181 games for Richmond and Collingwood, and your mother, Jam, played for Australia in basketball, proving there was plenty of sporting genes in your family. How much of an influence did your parents have on you playing sport and excelling in it? Yeah, I think um, I think it was just a matter of uh, the fact that uh, we were a sporting family. We, we always... I went and watched my sisters play basketball and, and went to their training sessions. I played a little bit of basketball and I, I always had a footy in my hand growing up. And um, So I think just having that sporting background where it's just sort of second nature to um, to pick up a, a basketball or a footy and, and just have a kick um, every single chance I I got, uh, I guess, the other thing, I, I didn't really, most kids watch The Simpsons and cartoons <laughs> and, and those sorts of things, and I just um, absolutely lived and breathed footy, so every chance I got a, a chance to, or the time that I would have spent watching cartoons, I was watching uh, watching footy when I was a young fella, yeah. so um, yeah, I think that sort of played a little bit of a role in the fact that I, I took a keen interest in it and, and always wanted to, to play a fella if I could. That's good. And in 2007, you captained the Western Jets. Were you always a leader as a junior, and how did you go about your captaining in those days? Um, I, I don't know. It was, it was a strange one. I didn't spend a lot of time playing um, footy with or against the players um, at the Western Jets because I, I actually lived out in, uh, in a place called Toolanvale, which zoned me in the Western Jets, but I went to school in Essendon, which was a call to cannon zone. So yeah. most of the guys in the Western Jets team at that stage um, were playing against each other or with each other on a weekly basis. So I guess at that stage my um, my leadership was... Uh, it wasn't really something that I felt was uh, a strong part of my game. It was something that I sort of had to really work at. Uh, but um, I really enjoyed my time at the Jets and I, it's funny, I played with Jaden Post at Richmond and uh, played against Callan Ward and, and yeah, played okay. with Basher Hawley for many years at, at, at Richmond all these years later and they're guys that I played with at the Jets and had huge respect for there and um, you, you still maintain those friendships well down the, the line so uh, that's the great thing about sport and I um, but I yeah I, I guess I didn't see myself as a, a real leader early on that's for sure yeah okay yeah and you were, you were overlooked in a couple of drafts. How much motivation did those years give you to try and make it onto an AFL list? Yeah, um, 
it was a bit of a kick in the guts. As I said before, I, I just lived and breathed footy, yeah. so um, that was all I wanted to do. Um, I sort of moved over to South Australia when I, I, I trained with um, four clubs between the age of well, most of them when I was eighteen, trying to get rookied or whatever I could. Um, but I, I missed out um, when I was eighteen, um, and so I moved over to South Australia and played over there for four years. And um, yeah, it was probably a good thing to be honest that I missed out on getting picked up at at eighteen because, um, as you see these days, the, the kids at eighteen they go into the system and they sort of don't really find that balance. Whereas yeah. uh, I was forced to find that balance and and forced to work out that there's more to life than just footy um, and sort of had to start a business and uh, learn how to cook and clean and uh, pay your bills and all that sort of thing uh, for yourself when mum's not around. So that was good. I enjoyed my time over there and um, I think it set, my, set me up to um, enjoy more of a balanced lifestyle that included footy as well. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And you, you touch on how you moved to Adelaide. You won the best and fairest of West Adelaide in 2011. So how rewarding was that? And can you compare the Sandful to the VFL? Yeah, I can compare them. Um, I think the Sandful, well, certainly back when I was um, playing there, was a, a lot more contested than um, the VFL. Um, and uh, it was probably had a few more older bodies as well. And I yeah. sort of wanted to, to, play, to test myself and play against those older bodies to hopefully show recruiters that I was good enough to, to get an opportunity to play at AFL level. Um, yeah, I, it was very rewarding to, to go over there. And I guess my first um, half a season when I moved over there, I was playing reserves footy in the sample and yeah. couldn't get a game. And then when I finally cracked a game, um, like I was sort of able to cement my spot in the side in, at SNFL level. And then, in my second year, I did my ACL, so I missed nearly 12 months. Um, that yeah. sort of wiped out the main, yeah, most of the, the third year I spent in SA. But what it did is gave me an opportunity to sort of work out how hard I wanted to train uh, to come back. And I probably shifted my focus from getting drafted to just going back and enjoying footy and being able to play with mates again. Yeah. And it's funny when... And you see it all the time, or I certainly have seen it more and more as I've got older, that when players are enjoying their footy, um, that's when they played their best footy. Yeah. So um, that sort of became my focus, and I had a, real, a really sort of breakout season um, in 2011, I think it was, yeah, and, yep. and found myself picked up by Richmond the following year. Yeah, yeah so you d- Richmond picked you up in 2011, as, you ju- as you've just said, and you did that debuted in round one against Carlton the following year. What sticks out in your mind about that day? Uh, probably two things. Um, one thing I recall really, really vividly is um, Jake King just talking me through um, how how to prepare for the game. And like he, he said, just to forget about everything. Just when you go out there, just stand in the middle and have a look around and sort of soak in the fact that You've worked so hard to get here, and um, the main thing is to, to enjoy it because so often you can get caught up in all the nerves and the hype and everything like that. But at the end of the day, it's, um, it was pretty special to be able to run out there and, and play my first game. Yeah. And the second thing I, I, <laughs> is uh, the fact that I had to 
playing on one of the best small forwards of the last 20 years in Eddie Betts yeah. in my first game. So, introduction. Yeah, it was a nice baptism, baptism of fire, I guess. Um, but, uh, yeah, sort of, it was a really, really good challenge for me. I sort of felt as though um, I played a lot better when I had a really, really good player to play on. Yep. So, um, yeah, it was it was good. A really good challenge early on in my career to play on someone like Eddie. Yeah, uh, you had an eighty-seven AFL game career with the Tigers. What sets them apart from the rest of the competition now? And could you see that building during your time on the senior list? Yeah, I could. Uh, it's interesting the the year that we missed the finals. I really did think we were a lot better than we um, than we. I think we finished thirteenth on the yeah. ladder. And yeah. I sensed that we were a lot, lot better than what we finished on the ladder. Um, we had a few injuries and just things didn't quite go our way. But I liked the, the culture that was around the club and we were starting to um, gel pretty well as a team and and we just, things didn't quite go our way. So um, it was obviously, it's been spoken about a lot how the board stuck fat with with Damien and yeah. gave him another opportunity with the same playing group just about and um, yeah we had a little bit more luck and we were able to turn things around and everyone I guess from then on uh, through to now it's it's been a fairly consistent core group and the the good thing is at that stage when they won their first flag in 2017 they, they were quite young yeah um, and now they've it's sort of they're just adding an extra year of experience and um, each year and sure we've we've lost a little bit of depth over the last couple of years but um, it's still a pretty strong strong team and um, you, I mean you've got a lot of players key players in the prime of their career and they're having um, big seasons one after the other now and and if one player sort of has a quiet day it sort of seems as though another just pops up and has 30 or kicks three or or whatever so yeah um yeah it's a lot more unpredictable than it it probably was a few years ago yeah definitely shows they're a good side now yeah and uh was it an easy decision to stay with the club and begin your tenure as captain of the vfl side in 2018 uh i yeah i I guess it was when they approached me and um, I wasn't really expecting it, to be honest. And uh, I just really enjoyed my footy in 2017 when I only played one AFL game and I probably enjoyed that season as much as any that I spent on an AFL list uh, just because I was lucky enough to have a, a super coach that um, made everyone feel valued in, in Craig McRae. And he yeah. was, um, he, I mean, he was... AFLCA coach of assistant coach of the year last year, and uh, he was he got that honour for a reason. He's a very very good coach, and and so the uh, appeal to be able to sort of work on my leadership, work on my coaching, uh, understand understand the game better, and and probably the other carrot was like I was really lucky to be able to have some really good mentors through my upbringing with footy. Um, that um, they, they had a really good core group of young players at Richmond that I was really keen to be able to help on field if I could, and um, it's been uh, it's been as rewarding as as anything being able to see guys like I don't know Noah Bolter and Sydney Stack and yeah. Ryan Garthwaite, and the list just goes on and on and yeah. on. The guys with even that 
didn't necessarily play in the flag this year, but certainly played a game here and there and, and helped get the, bank those wins to be able to finish top four, which you, you sort of need to be able to do to, to give yourself a red-hot crack at, um, at winning the thing. And um, seeing those guys succeed has been a, a really, really uh, big positive for me. I've really, really enjoyed seeing those guys improve and, and um, succeed in their footy aspirations. Yeah, no, that's great. And you're obviously very successful this year captaining that VFL Premiership. How special was it to not only captain that flag but kick off what was an incredible week for the club? Yeah, it was. It was unreal. I guess just seeing the the support that we had from the AFL boys, they, they were all there and uh, sort of, it, as you said, it did um, have a great feel to, to start the week off for them. And uh, for me, I'd never played in a senior flag and, um, I mean, so many people who play in flags are still mates with with people that they, they form friendships with people yeah. that um, they play with and um, and you've got that bond forever and um, I'd sort of never had that through uh, winning a flag at senior level and and so I was certainly keen to to do that at some stage and we were presented the opportunity a couple of years earlier in 2017 when we got beaten by less than a kick by yeah, Melbourne and then the yeah and then last year um, unfortunately we, we we finished on top and we're as good a team as there was in it um, all year but unfortunately just didn't play very well in September so um, it was great to be able to yeah win a flag and, and be able to share those memories and we've got I guess the the other learning point for me was there's so many guys that contributed that didn't play on the day at VFL level and sort of understanding that the sacrifices that they'd made and yeah. and the challenge of making them feel valued enough to keep showing up and keep trying to buy into the team ethos and, and make the team better and, and sort of put their personal aspirations aside. Um, that was a real challenge, but something that I... I really looked forward to last year and, and certainly I'm looking forward to again this year. Yeah, that's great. Um, what does your future in footy hold? Do you intend to keep playing for a while and do you see yourself going into a higher coaching role? Uh, I'm definitely dipping my toe in the water in terms of coaching. Um, yeah, I've got a few things that I'm looking to do this year to, to step up my knowledge and um, and yeah, just further my development in coaching. Uh, but I also, um, I yeah, I'm nearly 31, so yeah. I'm just look. I, I got through last season, not too bad, and the body's in good enough nick to be able to go around again. Um, as I said before, I really enjoyed being able to work with some of the younger guys to hopefully take their game to another level. So. Um, I look forward to doing that again this year and um, if we can um, yeah, play as well as we did this year it will certainly make for a very enjoyable year once again Yeah, that's good Well, um, that's all we've got for you Steve so incredibly appreciative of your time and thank you, it's been a great insight into some thoughts on AFL level and VFL level so thank you Cheers boys, thanks yeah. for having me Thank you No worries, see you later just following on from episode 19, we'd like to say a massive thank you to the Bright family and I suppose Harry Bright especially is a massive friend of the show for helping us get Steve. Uh, we can't thank you as enough. Yep, thank you.